0: This is not just a game. This here is my life. It's just my life. Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put them on me. Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put them on me. Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put, me, put the cameras on me, yeah. I'm
1: coming close. Hello, everybody. Live from a beautiful summer's day in Koreatown, California. It's the Ozone. I'm your host, Omar Miller. I'm here with my brother, Terry Miller, and various sound and beautiful people that are fully nutriented and supplemented, (laughs) working the cameras, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We're here with you, and just a shout out to Twizzy Twitch on the music. Looks like he's out in Chicago doing a, a hip hop competition, which we hope he brings home the gold. Bring it in. Bring it in, Twizzy Twitch. Bring it in. How you feeling today? Feeling great. It's beautiful outside. This is one of the best summers we've had in years. It's really nice out, I have to say. We've only had a minimal amount of just devastatingly hot days. And I can't wait because we are on our way to Chavez Ravine, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the New York Yankees to come and tangle with the Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm very interested to see what will happen in this series. We have a potential World Series matchup that we're about to watch all weekend long. It's Hanjan hun- hun- on the bump, right? It's, <sighs> let me tell you. Hanjan. Roo! <laughs> it's Roo time. <laughs> uh, oh, Rooka! And so uh, we got a lot to cover. We got boxing to cover. Triple G has a couple announcements. We have basketball to cover because LeBron James' decade numbers came out, and they're insane. We have our favorite game, which is baseball, which we couldn't even wait to talk about to get into. And we have football, NFL, and college. And in the NFL, we're going to start. We seemed to ruffle a lot of feathers last week with our take on Jay-Z and his deal with the NFL. We really? had one caller who left a message, and he left a message that was so compelling. I told him he could call in and rap with us about it live. Let's do it. Boach, live in the ozone. Long time listener. What a First time live up, caller. Man? You got it. Now, Terry, what's up? You got it. <laughs> you, you've been our, on our helmet for a long time about all things Toronto. Years ago, when you had Joey Bats, after he suffered a a knockout at second base at the <laughs> hands of Runette Door, you uh, <laughs> at, five, man, at four foot nine. You, at, you're at, low. at at at, <laughs> at no no no, Runette Door is low because he's about five six, but he had just enough for Joey Bats. And uh, and and but you did call them beating Cleveland, which I did not see coming. Right. Uh, they got handled after that, uh, yep. as expected. Uh, you also—I
0: actually said game, five games, but you, you, you know.
1: called five games in the Raptors series. Great, and breakdown. it
0: almost happened. It almost happened, and
1: it almost happened. Great breakdown. We yeah. can actually run that call back. Yeah. That was a great message. Great breakdown, and you called it. I mean, I don't know if you accidentally had a sniper in the crowd for Kevin Durant or what, but <laughs> and, and Clay Thompson. But whatever you needed, you got that chip. Those silent darts. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now you've taken offense to our take on the Jay Z NFL deal.
0: Please lay out your case so we can we can go bit has, by bit. Has, and this has and this is not because I'm affiliated with those guys. Right, 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 right. <laughs> real, you're not you're I mean, not signed to Rock music. Nation. We
1: want to make no. that clear. You're no. not Sclaimer. signed to Rock Nation. No. As a disclaimer, no. and you are not profiting off of the NFL. Correct.
0: Right, right. Okay, okay. Now, uh, I wonder if the audience is familiar with the movie Aaron Brockovich, where Aaron Brockovich, the protagonist played by Julia Roberts, goes against Big Tobacco. Right. Now they don't go all the way to court, but they get to the point where the court documents are shown that Big Tobacco did have something to do with poisoning the water, and that's what led them to settle out and pay up all those families. They didn't take it all the way to trial, but it got to that point where the, when the documents were unsealed, Big Tobacco had to had to settle out and fix this before it went to trial and be worse. I'm talking about class action. To, <laughs> action, class action suit. All right. Now with Kaepernick. About a month, a couple of a month, a couple of weeks before he settled out with the NFL, it was exposed that they had evidence that there was collusion. Now, everything that has to do with the whole uh he settled out for lost wages, lost wages, he could have got those lost wages.
1: Okay. Once, I, f- I feel like you, but you're pausing
0: though but once, but once, a sound effect for dramatic once, effect. I don't once, don't, once, okay, okay. <laughs> but, once the, but once the document, once you get it to trial and the documents are unsealed in court so that everybody, reporters ourselves, can see the proof of collusion with the NFL players to hold him back. He didn't even take it that. If he had taken it there, I would give him all the respect in the world. But what he did was take the money, and it wasn't much. And he dropped the ball. When he dropped the ball, he was the first domino, and he opened the lane for Jay-Z to do business with the NFL. If he hadn't done that, Jay-Z doesn't sit down with the NFL. That's that's my point. I'm not saying jay is a saint, but Kaepernick could have pulled an Ali. He could have pulled an Aaron Brockovich. He did not. Okay. Wait, wait. Hold,
1: hold on. Wait a Yo, get yours out. Let the T get his out. Kaepernick is flawed. Take it off out. The Take top. it out, Terry. Right. He, Kaepernick is well? flawed off the top. First of all, he didn't vote last time, he said, right? He said he did not vote. Yeah. He did not vote. He lost a lot of points for that. Right. Okay. And also, right. I don't know how much cheese he got on his settlement, but one of the things that I didn't like was the, the non-transparency. We needed to know how much cheese he got off of that. That's if, what I'm talking about. That's yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. But that's if that's you're going to be in this that. format, you're going to need to let everybody talk. Or we're going to have to cut <laughs> right, you on the, on, the, on the message line. <laughs> on, a mu- on a mutation <laughs> you're gonna have to You're going to have to mute. Your, your, you, you got your points out. Now let's go. Yeah. And also... I don't believe that Jay-Z would have made this sellout move regardless of whatever because Jay-Z is all about the money, and he doesn't really care about this situation. Him and Kaepernick are boys, so he could have went to Kaepernick, and from what I gather, he hasn't went to him at all about the situation. He just decided to cash in. Now they're parading him around like he's some kind of, you know, Saint Saint Jay-Z, and I mean, I really think he's a sellout. Jeez, you're going hard in the paint. Now, let me go to, let me, this is Big O, let me lay out on you what I got. Lay it out. Now, where did I go? Now, tying in uh, Kaepernick with Aaron Brockovich or Muhammad Ali is flawed because Colin Kaepernick had already made upwards of 40 or $50 million prior to this whole thing even starting. And gave up some guaranteed And he cheese. gave up some guaranteed another 40 or 50 which, which was admirable on some level, but I never understood why he did that. <laughs> no. Now, to me... The biggest problem with this whole scenario, as the way that you laid it out, and the way that it's being laid out in general in mainstream media, I saw Marcellus Wiley going hard in the paint and bugging it out with about Colin Kaepernick and not basically not being black enough and so on and so forth.
0: I don't agree with that. Black is black. creative said that.
1: <laughs> there, you there you go. But but I'm just saying that that was his. That that's what I gathered from him. My issue is the ploy is already the wool has already been pulled over our eyes, brother. Plymouth Rock has already landed on us because we're talking about Jay-Z versus Colin Kaepernick. And that's not what this is about. Right. And the narrative has been collectively changed directly, and social media has poured gasoline on the situation. And there was even a poll on the Ozone handle about who are you with, Jay-Z and the NFL or Kaepernick, to which I objected. I did not put it up. That's our social media manager who put it up, that that's not the right narrative at all because – The issue that I have with the deal, and when we were on the air before, what we spoke about was prior to the announcement that Jay-Z was going to have ownership as well in a team. It was just him being the cultural ambassador into the situation. Now, to me, what that sounded like uh, was he was mad that the NFL was getting paid, uh, was actually paying other artists that were not Rock Nation artists. And he decided that his Rock Nation artists should start getting paid for halftime and NFL performances and so on and so forth. I personally think, that especially with all the rumors swirling around about whether or not he talked other artists out of those deals as recently as last this year for the right. Super Bowl and so on and so forth, that's a very suspicious move. Now, when you add to that the idea that he's now going to have some sort of cloud or ownership... Well, this comes at the most opportune time in history, even more so than the kneeling, because Stephen Ross and all the other NFL owners are all under the gun after the Equinox debacle, after the Soul Cycle debacle, after the Trump fundraising that they're all doing and or just directly donating. Hey, nice Sorry about that. He's now <laughs> successfully given the cover to the billionaire class, of which he is a part. Kudos to him, if that's what you're about. Of which he is a part of that class and he's giving cover to them in the guise of blackness and an ambassador for the culture. There is an issue that I have in general that he is above reproach. People are caping for Jay-Z as though he is their mama. And I have a problem with that because I know as many Jay-Z lyrics as anybody on the line in the room and Jay-Z himself that have been released. Yet that doesn't make him above reproach for criticism when it comes to stuff about the culture. Both sides of the party are flawed. The issue, in my opinion, is the admirable thing that came about was that Colin Kaepernick made any sort of sacrifice for the idea that young black men and young Latino men are being uh, misproportionately handled violently when it comes to the police. This is still happening. This hasn't truly been addressed, but I will say that more light has been brought to it because of this kneeling protest. Now, but where because Jay-Z bought into the NFL. And where does the deal with Jay-Z buying into the NFL tie into the advancement of the movement? Because I hear about money going for this, money going for that money is not the same as actual movement there is obviously clear power and great things to be done with the resources even though most of these resources that we're talking about for these guys are the equivalent of everybody here going to buy a cup of coffee we have to keep this into perspective the protest and the whole movement whether or not that was the intent of it because people like to question collins you know actual intent of the protest I don't. But whether or not that that's what it was, it became adopted by the culture to be a symbol that is the anti red hat, anti MAGA symbol. And it became the symbol of a we need solidarity about a specific uh, issue. And that specific issue is police brutality against people of color in America. We have not had much movement, but awareness has been raised. The issue that I have is the same issue that I had. I went on the reel and the girls on the reel, the the women on the reel asked me about if I I was on his team, would I be down with the protest? And this was at the very beginning of it. I say the same thing now that I say then. If we have a specific end goal, I'm down. But if we're just taking a need of protest and we have no end goal, we have no set version of what we do next. Well, now I have a problem because that leaves the door open for people to vulture in and make personal money moves that actually don't have anything to do with the movement. Which looks like what's going on now. Potentially. Now, Jason has a history of spreading it around uh, in good ways of bailing people, uh, black people who can't afford to, out of prison. He has a history of philanthropy, of doing positive things. He also has a history, of, from what I understand, of uh, the ankle braces for uh, for investing in the ankle braces for people that are on house arrest. You know, he's a dynamic individual like we all are, so he deserves a fair shake on that. But on its face, and until I see something different, the move is beyond suspect. I want to know where the action is. And the moment I see the action, I'm all kudos for it. The problem that I have is the media, all of which is mostly owned by individuals that are either connected to or are the individuals who own teams in the NFL. It has successfully divided a wedge in between us as a culture, black people, black Twitter, if you will, trying to choose sides, which once again, we've been distracted by the man, if you will. And we no longer actually are focused on the issue that it's about because we're actually worried about a bunch of rich people who have more money than everybody ever will or everybody ever needs and whether or not they're right. That's my take.
0: I hear you. There's a couple of things I want to add to that.
1: Okay, and the, and, and the side bleacher. note, Aaron Brockovich right. played if, if she settled before, even though people got paid. I, I'm I'm with both of you guys. We always that's where the real sacrifice comes in, is in seeing the documents. Right. But I also think. Go. But I also think. Sorry, Boch. I would just I didn't mean to, to jump you there. But I also no, no, just no. wanted to, cool. to uh, address what you said. But I also have a problem. The only the only big problem that I have with that is. There's no doubt in any logical person's mind that there was collusion. Just like there was no doubt in any logical person's mind that there was collusion to keep Barry Bonds from playing when Barry Bonds got forced out of the game of baseball. Right. This is the problem that we have when we don't have ownership with people that are actually connected to the people. Now, we're hoping Jay-Z is connected to the people. I've seen the most absurd comment. Man, we got to give him time. Jigger would never sell us out. We would never do that. I don't see Jay Z <laughs> as the as the the the, the, the voice of the not even just a saint. Nor, nor, no, do, I. nor I, I don't, do I. I don't even nor see do him I. as as the voice of the people. I, I don't think, know why you would. I think he's grown beyond that. I think that he's he has an, an extreme business acumen, which allows him to be the voice of the people to to act like the voice of the people. To exploit the voice of the people when and where he sees fit, and I think that he's playing chess in the sense that he moves his pieces when he needs to and how he wants to to kind of keep making him look like the good guy. He took a risk with this one, and he's not worried about making money on music, so it doesn't matter. I my my thing is is he's the same thing, mumps. Yeah, yeah. And my uh, visually, and my thing is is the same that it's always been. At what point is it enough? At what point do we get out of the rampant materialism that plagues Western society that has gotten us in the position that we are now so that we realize that we cannot eat or drink money? We can't? I tried. Just before we got on air. <laughs> I
0: right. said my mouth is very dry. Just a couple of things I want to add, just a I I want to add all right? Just a couple of things I want to add. Lay on, Bo. Just a so moment I'm to shine, ble- brother. Ble- the Bleacher Report reported last yesterday that there's no plans for Jay-Z to become an owner. And it wouldn't, I mean, and I don't, and he couldn't afford to be an owner because, from what I, from what I hear, NFL teams are worth more than NBA teams, and he had zero point zero percent for the Brooklyn Nets, so he couldn't afford a team even if he wanted to.
1: He had much less money. The second man. thing, and but let me let's right. address, let's address it. Let's address bit by bit. Second thing, second thing, and and no, no, no let's say, right. let's go bit by bit. The first piece with that right. is. That kind of supports the narrative that Terry is talking about because in Correct. that sense, he all he he's almost in blackface in his ownership. Yeah. He's he will he they the league will technically be able to say we have an African American owner. Yes. Even if said African American owner will be, you know, point oh three five percent or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So there's there's notice, a potential notice. for that, which is why they made the Jay Z rule in the NBA so that you couldn't just stick a face out and then sit him on the wood on the sidelines as though he was an owner. To curry Notice. favor with the culture.
0: Point two. The second point, Rock Nation put out the full video of the what transpired between Roger Goodell and Jay Z. Okay. All right. Not one time did Jay-Z denounce or uh say and make any backhand remark about Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick brought the brought the hate I mean started this conversation when he liked a comment by Eric Reed on Twitter or on Instagram saying Negative things about the meeting between Jay Z and the NFL. Okay, you want to you want to get that point?
1: Oh, uh, for me, for me, that point, although it may be true. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump you, but uh, uh, T. Yeah. Although it may be true, is irrelevant to me. Yeah, and one of the things that they talked about was that Jay Z was in there laughing. No, because kind of stuff with them, and a lot of people in this moment didn't feel like it was uh, <laughs> the right spot to be in there laughing with the man.
0: Yeah, sounds like <laughs> a great
1: movie. Laughing with, with the man, the
0: story of Uncle Bob. Okay, okay, but how, how do you how do you attack a situation like this? You don't go there. You don't go there serious. You don't go there with a with
1: no, no, no. If iceberg. you're doing it, I agree with you. If you're doing it, you yeah. <laughs> but you're also trying to sell it to the public, so you have to give the public what they want as well. If you're going to play the game, or he's not selling it to the t- public. I feel like he's out for himself, just like most of the people that are the, the 1% now. They're out for themselves. They can actually come out of the closets and just let you know that I'm about myself. This is what I want and this is what I'm going to do. And if you don't like it, then F you. But and what about, what about your take on his philanthropy? I mean, his, it's, it's also a play against, because Donald Trump does that kind of pandering as well, the hot cheeto. Because he'll do, he'll let a guy out and then, like, he'll go out, out and pump and throw a parade for ASAP Rocky. But then at the same time, you know, he's not for black folk. You know, so all these guys do. How these. do you know he's not for black folks, Donald Trump? Oh, sorry, <laughs> I thought we were still on TMZ. <laughs> wow, it's pretty clear you that are we lost. lost. We, are. <laughs> all right. I, ladies and gentlemen, I we're never, signing out. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> ozone out. <laughs> Me and the rest of my family are going to take over to the back room and give him the once-over. I've never seen such a disappointed look from you. I'm going
0: to have to go pick up my mother
1: first.
0: She got to to let him fly. Okay, you got it there. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. The final point, the final point, the final point is that I don't think Jay-Z is a saint. And I think, uh, I think. But he ha- and but I don't think uh Colin Kaepernick is innocent, just like Terry was uh eloquently put it. Right. But I will say I will say he has earned the benefit of the doubt from us. Who would he has earned that? I feel like they both they they both earned the benefit no, of the I'm doubt. No, Jay-Z, oh, I'm saying Jay Z Jay but I am Jay Z's earned the benefit of the doubt. So we should just fall back and instead of I,
1: I hear you. And us and what now the issue to me is do. the the issue to me with your logic is it's an if then. We're saying that if Colin Kaepernick doesn't take the money from the NFL, then Jay Z never talks to them or the window or the door isn't open. And I don't think that that's accurate no. because this is like me saying because Ben Carson took a position in Trump's cabinet, right? It's okay for me to go shuck and jive and be there's my African American oh. at the rally.
0: You know, yeah. one more point I wanted to add that I forgot to mention. Mm. OK, he didn't show he should have let it go to court to show the con- I mean, collusion. I know you're saying that we know without a doubt we knew cops were beating up Rodney King and right. other brothers right, like that. Right, right. But until it, until you see the evidence it and, doesn't until, mean and, nothing. and it's
1: not even us that needs to see the I evidence. I completely agree. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's you know what point, I mean? Boach.
0: At least take it to the point where we can see the, um, the evidence of the collusion. You're saying mainstream see the evidence. Right. 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 Mainstream not be an the evidence. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I completely. Did, agree. When he didn't let it go that far, when he did it, I mean, when he had the financial cushion to let it ride, that's when there was this like. And, he, and on, clearly, brother. he did. On, slash brother. does mm-hmm.
1: because he had to deal with Nike and he had the money that he had already made.
0: So all of this see, talk he about even, he didn't even have to deal with Nike. He, I mean, he had offers from New Balance. Right. He had offers from Puma.
1: And, well, and see, and this is my thing: is that ultimately, I. I have a problem with everybody saying about the sacrifice that Colin Kaepernick made about feeding his family and so right. on and so forth. Let's let's stop right. all that. I mean, for most people well, let's stop who work that. on a who work on a regular job, even people who don't work on a regular job, it's so hard to fathom picking up sixty million dollars or a hundred million dollars. Right. Don't talk to me about feeding your family anymore. Right. That's out. I don't right. want to hear that no more. I don't know what you're feeding them. But but yeah, Boach. Appreciate the call. We got to move on. Yep. Fantastic no call. Doubt. And what I'm great seeing right care. now. Yeah, great work. Great call. Great perspective. Appreciate the take. Thanks,
0: brother. And, Thanks for and, having and me. what
1: I'm seeing right now for you to leave on is that apparently the Lakers just signed Dwight Howard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a surprise.
1: <laughs> All right. So we'll see you at the Clippers right. game this year, brother.
0: <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, All
1: right. Peace. Wonderful perspective from uh, Brother Boats from Toronto. Yeah, but everybody Toronto in to get, the house. Yeah, everybody needs to get back on track with the narrative. You know they need I'm to get saying. back on track with the narrative. That's which, my, that's which, which one. to me supersedes whether Jay Z's intent is right. good or bad. Right. Because every day I'm watching videos of cats getting their heads slammed into the ground and their faces busted open. Pistol whip. And that's outside of just actually the ultimate in being murdered by the right. police. When this is this is and then then there's no way to not juxtapose that against the majority of the mass shooters who were handled with kitty gloves and are taken in with no problems. So moving on, it's time for the NCAA. Who knew we have our resident NCAA football expert do it for the tipper who called last year's Clemson victory in the national championship from the word go. He's got some slick betting tips for you guys and they're coming your way right now. Hello. Do it for the tipper, live on the ozone. It is your time to shine, my man. What's happening? What up? Slow motion, father. That's how y'all doing. You tell me. What is it? How's it out there in the desert? What's What's John Blaze doing out in the desert? Man, it's so hot out here. It's hot <laughs> dry. You sound. It sounds like they depleted you, brother. I'm sorry. Sounds like the desert to me. Man,
2: need some agua. Need some agua caliente. You got plenty.
1: Just put it in a cup outside. It'll burn right up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Do it for the temper. Talk to me. I know this is your most exciting time of the year. You have a. You have a wonderful situation where you can figure things out. And uh, talk, talk to me. You have a wonderful situation. A, a method when it comes to gambling to figure it all out.
2: Man, just studying, you know, I, I pay attention to college football because college football and college sports, those are the athletes that go that goes on to the professional that we tend to, you know, enjoy and love and endorse. But, um, yeah, I, I just love college sports because we were once college athlete. And, you know, you, you just kind of have like a little insight of what it takes to, to to go to that professional level. So I'm all in when it comes to this college time right here. Okay, so talk to me. What do we got? You sound low-key. You the
1: desert about? has drained your energy, brother. We're high energy in Koreatown. <laughs> Man, we got a nice oh, breeze. It's only it 80 back.
2: degrees out here. All right, y'all living a life. Exactly. <laughs> talk to let me. Let me bring the energy back. Let me bring the energy back. <laughs> well, Rewind, oh, selector, <laughs> Ozone fans, this is do it for the tipper. College football 2019, it is going down. I believe the Ozone had me about 80, 85. Something like that. Correct last year. I came um, from. I called That's it money. from the beginning of the season that it was going to be Clemson. I was going to be winning the national championship. A couple of years ago, I called it again saying that Clemson with Deshaun Watson was going to win the national championship, and it happened. This year, I'm going to call it again with the opening week of college football. Clemson with Coach Dalbo Sweeney with quarterback Kelly Sunshine Bryant (laughs) is going to win the national championship again this year. The playoff teams that I have are going to be Clemson at number one, Alabama at number two, Oklahoma at number three, Michigan at number four. Sounds kind of similar to last year. I think Notre Dame was in there instead of Michigan. Um, I have a couple of sleepers. LSU is going to be a sleeper. University of Central Florida is going to be a sleeper. Oregon is going to be a sleeper. Texas is going to be a sleeper. This is what's going down. Wow. Got,
1: so you feel strong. Your your AP. Now, how does your, your poll match up with the AP poll? I know there was a lot of uh, people. seems like some people were weak when the AP Top 25 yes. came out.
2: You know what? With that, I, I really don't pay too much attention to it because it's, it's based off of last year and who's coming in with the strengths and everything. You know, you got the AP poll, and then you got the coaches poll. I don't give a damn who poll it is. It's, it's, <laughs> you have to play on the field. You got to play. You know what I mean? You so got to play. I cut you off in the middle. Keep gotta, going, man. I'm sorry. Uh, it's all good. You know, it's cool out there. So you can jump in. I'm, just, I'm getting hot. I'm getting out.
1: There. Don't slow me down. Somebody man. cool him down. <laughs> Somebody put a cape <laughs> on that
2: man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the AP 25, I won't go all through them, but they got um, Clemson number one, Alabama number two. Georgia, number three, Oklahoma, number four. That's a good pickup because Oklahoma picked up um, Jalen Hurts, the quarterback from
0: Mm -hmm. Alabama.
2: Mm -hmm. So he says he's not getting no more burn because Tua didn't ran everybody off and and Nick Saban didn't ran everybody off. That uh, Jalen Hurts is now there filling in for the previous quarterback that is now playing for the Arizona Cardinals. Think about it. So now we got number five at Ohio State. Number six, LSU. Number seven, Michigan. Number eight, who's playing tonight is Florida. Let's go to the game time now. Florida is playing the University of Miami. Last year I called it. It was I believe it was University of Miami playing against Florida State. I called that upset. This year I'm gonna stay with Florida. Florida being ranked number eight, I think they just uh, they got real strong last year. They was beating teams on the road. Um I think Florida is is, is about that life, they're about that business right now. Another game, just jumping away from the top 25, is Arizona versus Hawaii. Arizona is a Pac-12 team. We know we on the West Coast, we know what that Pac-12 is like. Yeah, buddy. Do, they, they give business. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going with Hawaii because for some reason, when cats have to fly over to Hawaii and that, that jet lag going back in time yeah. that causes a major problem. It's like going so, to play up in Utah. For some reason. It's like going to play up in Utah. It just slows you down and wears you out. So I'm going with Hawaii with that one. And those are the only two games that we have going in on Friday night. But college football is starting next weekend. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, next weekend. And even next weekend is some huge games. Okay, we'll save huge it for next week. Game. We'll have
1: you back next week. So your upset pick oh, yeah. for
2: your upset pick for this weekend is tonight's game with Hawaii. If if you want to call that an upset, if right. you It's Arizona. It's not major. Wise. It's not major. It's not. No, not major. I got it. Bro. I got it. Well, we'll start That's it off slow, games, right?
1: Yeah, it's the first first couple of games. Most people, by the time that they hear this, that game will have already been you know will have already happened. So we'll see uh, if you still have it or not. I have faith in you. I may place a wager myself. We I'm need to. Uh, a, we, we might get. Yeah, well, I might fool with a wager. You know, I've, I've been talking to wager. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, pass uh, the basket, brother. Pass the basket. <laughs> <to> the <right. laughs> I have it. I hope it's not a collection plate. I hope they pass it right <laughs> on back. <laughs> I want them to pass it back with some good information. I might even make me a a a, a, a move for Clemson to win it all. Even though I'm seeing Ooh. Oklahoma as of June 3rd was 16 to one to win the national championship. Yes. That's good money good if money. you can. You parlay that with a baseball game, maybe. <laughs> maybe parlay that nice, with the nice parlay. with the Dodgers or Braves to win the National League pennant, you could be looking at some serious action or or a Dodger or a uh, or an Astros World Series win parlayed with a 16 to 1 uh uh type player on a national championship. Right. You talking about some Ooh, cheese. Talk them numbers. Yeah, you are talking real money there, folks. I don't know if you guys would like to wager or not, but from time to time I dabble <laughs> in the casino. Just like to let you all know. <laughs> Just like I dabble
2: with
1: Clemson. And <laughs> well, you dabble with Dabo I, I see what you did there, boy. I see what you did there, you dabble. <laughs> I love it. Do it for the tipper, folks. Tell me who you got this weekend. You got Kovalev or Yardy?
2: Oh, I'm going with the Crusher.
1: You got the Crusher.
2: Yardy looks like he's in great crusher. shape, though. I like to see what yeah, Yardy's yeah.
1: coming in with.
2: I like the Crusher. I, I just got to run with him. I'm old school. I got to run with him.
1: <laughs> the Crusher look like he wants to run run with O sometimes. I see him. You see the Crusher at the match. Sometimes <laughs> you act like he knows O and sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he does. Sometimes, sometimes he looks he like doesn't. you want to lay hands on him. Sometimes he looks <laughs> he like does. he just would like to give me a body shot in in, in, in my spleen. Body. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like that.
1: Like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who I like in this Kovalev-Yardy fight, to be honest. I like Sergey in, in general, but we've noticed that Sergey has a problem to the body. And uh, Yardy looks good, but, you know, it's everybody always looks good until they get into that championship situation. Lights and, are too bright. Right. Yeah, and Kovalev has been there, and it seems like he's cleaned up his act. There was a lot of rumor, word on the curb that he didn't train hard. He liked to drink, and there was a lot of different stuff that happened. And truth be told, it may have been one of the better things that happened to him that Andre Ward beat him. One of my problems with Kovalev now is that he's taking too much punishment. Yeah. Andre Ward really punished him. He looked, made him look bad, too. He destroyed his body. And then your man, I think it was Alvarez, gave him that work shortly after yeah. that in a really ugly, work in, and in I bad think, form. Yeah, and I think that's he runs back from that. Yeah, but that's why Canelo wanted to fight him as well. I, I agree. And yeah. so I, I wanted to cover that. And uh, I read this article where Kovalev said that he would love to fight Canelo. He's interested in the fight. And they offered him an eye-popping sum to fight him. But the tickets were already on sale to fight Yardy and he felt felt like he needed to fight yardy in russia uh because it, he was going home to his people and that right. he, he needed to be I there it, it was admirable. yeah i could dig it too and he said listen if after the bell rings on uh, on on saturday the canelo still wants to fight i'm in sign me up he was like but i needed to come home i needed to fight in front of my people and then that's where i was but i, I don't Do you know some of that at home cooking sometimes uh, maybe so i actually think he can beat canelo I think he may have taken too much punishment. He's taken a lot of punishment. Yeah, he doesn't know how to fight. He knows how to keep people at distance because he's almost six feet tall, and you know Canelo's a lot smaller. So I think if you know how to use your reach and your distance, you can beat him.
2: Yeah, I think I think he hit his prime though, and I think no question, I think he's past his prime. And Canelo is is, is surely in his prime right now. I, I agree. So I, I think if 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 Kovalev goes out and he loses this fight with the level of competition that he's been fighting at, he can pretty much chalk his career up. It's a
1: wrap. Three losses. Yeah, three yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable, right? Yeah, yeah right. this would be number four. That's unbelievable. But yeah, this it's it's absurd. It's absurd that you can lose. What if just just three guys that are better than you, <laughs> right? And that doesn't mean you're not better than ninety five percent of the rest of the guys in the world. That's what it means. That's crazy. <laughs> and you know the fight. Honestly, the fight there. And that is why Canelo – I didn't think about that. That is why Canelo's trying to get him because I don't see Canelo running around trying to to fight Bivol, right. Dimitri Bivol. Right. And that's who he should fight at mm-hmm. 175 if he's going to fight at 175 because that kid is a bull. Bivol is ready to go. How about your man? We didn't get to talk to you, Tipper. Uh, your man, our man, John Pascal, got him one. Snuck him one <laughs> on his he way out. <laughs> he, got him, uh, <laughs> he got him one. <laughs> he got him one, John. Let me find Pascal, got him one, so happy for John. <laughs> yeah, I was happy for John. For John Val John. Gotti won. It was a rough one too, a dirty one. Had to throw some headbutts. butts. Everything whole night, the whole but he threw. The, he threw those big hooks, and that's that's what got Brown out of there. Mm, <laughs> I've been mean, to oh, talk to you was, about that was for a while. From the pocket. Uh, yeah, he was taking punishment too. <laughs> <laughs> he was taking. I was. I was watching a fight. Like, ah, oh, my man John needs to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> and then he dropped him. And yeah, he should Me wrap too. it up. Wrap it I up was on about top. Put out that dear John, that dear John letter. <laughs> <laughs> that dear John, dear John, please retire <laughs> before you <can> tell <laughs> And we got a. Oh, we got man. an official announcement from Triple G. Triple G strikes a deal with Matchroom Boxing to promote his future events. Now I wonder where that leaves uh, Tom. And I guess Tom still runs Triple G promotions. Right. And now it's just a matter of... Just looks like they're passing up a time, maybe. Maybe, because he still has, what, five fights left on his deal?
0: Yeah. Then.
1: With the zone. And I probably, I, I believe wow. that if he doesn't get that fight with Canelo that he wants, that he's probably going to retire in a little bit. I would imagine. I would imagine. Because he, he actually, I think he just wants to beat up Canelo. Yes. I think he wants to fight him and he wants to beat him Especially up. Especially with the new trainer. Yeah, especially with the new trainer. We have a situation now where he's going to fight Derevachenko for the belt. Yeah. For the belt that they stripped. This is just unreal, the the, the three six Because he best. did not fight Devrachenko Because Canelo Be- got caught juicing. He tested dirty. and He loses his belt. Hey, Canelo that s- snatches his belts. Now he gets his belt, an opportunity to win his belt back that he shouldn't have lost in the first place. Which is crazy.
2: That's dirty. Yeah. But now. That whole, that whole belt situation is
1: dirty. Right, the sanctioning bodies. But as per Canelo's edict, the only people he wants to fight from this point out are championship fights, which eh, I don't know how I feel about that because when you're the champ, all of your fights are championship fights. Right, and not only that, though, with them giving him this elite status, he doesn't have to you know, go through the wars that everybody else has to go through. Right, He can actually handpick his fight. He gets to pick, Yeah,
2: right? He gets to pick the ones that he wants. He's, so, for example, if, if he goes and fights if, if Serge goes ahead and wins this fight in Russia, right. would Canelo want to fight Serge? Absolutely. Because Serge is going to get beat up and beat down. Oh, yeah. And that's one easy fight that Canelo can just walk through. Exactly. But, but and, Canelo- then, and then
1: he picks up another belt that looks like he picked up a belt from the champ, which technically he would, but it's not like picking up the belt from Bivol. Yeah, but Canelo can fall into the same trap that Anthony Joshua fell into as he well could. by not fighting enough because eventually it catches up with you when you can't get fights. And and he can get fights, but since he's trying to be the A side so much, his you know the team is being the A side too much. They're forcing other people in bad situations. Yeah, that they and get, I, and uh, and let's let's be clear about this, Ozone fans. We don't think this is coming from Canelo no, Alvarez. No, not at all. Uh, Canelo Alvarez wants to fight w- everybody. Whether you watch him in the ring or whether you actually meet the young man, and I will say he's a solid young man. Yeah, he's very solid. Really cool dude. Yeah, um, he wants to fight. He's not scared of fighting Triple G. He's yeah. not scared of fighting nobody. Yeah. He wants if he likes to fight. He's a fighter. Yes. He's not Very even a boxer. So. He's a fighter. And right. he likes to fight. And uh, you know, that's what they said. There was trouble in, in uh, you know, in Neverland over there with uh, trouble in Paradise over there in the situation at Golden Boy with him not getting this fight on September 14th, which is the Mexican Independence Day. I think it was the 14th, right? Thirteenth? Thirteenth, fourteenth. On that weekend. Yeah, bro. And now they're saying that you see, they're saying Ruiz has uh has has signed off, signed got that off. Cheese. They Somebody They c- him some more bread. He they, said they gave him some more bread. So obviously he didn't care about human rights issue or nothing else. He yeah. just like everybody else. He wants some extra money,
2: he and he'll go out there and do whatever and he wants want to fight. do. Huh? He want to make some money, and he want to fight, but he want to got them hands. But they got to be at the, they got to be at the right cost.
1: It's got to be at the right cost. And now you see this situation that. Uh, with that, his trainer is saying, uh, yeah, he's not in the best shape now, but we have time to get him there. Which is interesting because I haven't heard many people talk three to four months out about being in shape for a fight. <laughs> that's a long, <laughs> that's time, a long to time to get in
0: shape. Man, twelve weeks. Man. That's a, <laughs>
1: 12 we that's a that's a long camp, child. And then on top of that, I don't know <laughs> if if that's the case, we talked about this a lot. I don't know if, quote, in shape is what it is that Andy Ruiz needs. Yeah, because they're talking about him dropping weight, and that's his weight. And I, mean, I can also tell you from a person who dropped a lot of weight really fast, it takes a while for your body to become re-coordinated right. when you drop weight fast, <clears throat> when you've always been a certain size. And I'm, I'm wondering about the temperature or whatever, if they fight in Saudi Arabia. Are they fighting outside, inside? Oh, with, I would you think know? they would have to fight indoors. But then again, it's December, so yes. they might fight outside. Yeah. And
0: All if these it, things come into play.
1: If it's December out there, it's like this. Yeah. It's a nice, uh, warm, 82-degree temperature. I would like might. to see the fight in Mexico City. That would have been cool. That would have been dope. Yeah. Especially, yeah. And you know what? If it was for the WBC belt, I guarantee you they would have made it happen in Mexico yeah. City. But instead, I wouldn't have mind seeing it there. I wouldn't have mind seeing it in Dallas or, you know, someplace with a large Latino population. Not in Dallas.
2: Not in Dallas? You mad at Jerry World? Not in Dallas. Yeah. Not in Dallas. what Jerry they, do to nah. what nah, Jerry this, do to you, know, Charles? Y- y'all know the rules are are a lot different in Dallas and the scorecards always come out in a uh, uh, just a whopping, just uncontrollable difference. So if it has to go to the card, um, which heavyweights usually don't, but just that chance. <laughs> but
1: what fight you basing like, that off uh, of?
2: I'm basing it back, way back with my uh, He's mad at Canelo and Arizona
1: Trout. and and Trout and Canelo. Oh. Yeah. My boy Trout. He loved, no doubt, Trout. Yeah, Trout lost. He loved Austin. Austin played. He played. Austin played because yeah. he could have beat him. Could have beat him. He could have beat him. That's on Trout. And then they might Mike. it's just regular Trout. <laughs> it is. Not like Trout. i yeah. All right, dude, for the tipper, we're going to leave you here and leave you to think about the Angels postseason. Yeah. I'm a Dodger fan now. <laughs>
2: Go Dodgers. I'm <laughs> with the home squad. <laughs> I'm a Dodgers fan. Well, they're about as to get of, some work, too. As of August 22nd, I'm a Dodgers fan. <laughs> Man, this
1: is just unbelievable. They just refuse to do anything. And then and all it does is leave it subject for people like us to say, I don't want to hear about Mike Trout's greatness when he never goes to the playoffs. At all. And then uh, people say, go. yeah." Then everybody, he's, I'm not saying he's, he's not great. I'm not great saying he's not player. great. He's a great ball player. Let's get that. Let's, let's get that straight off the top. But in the game of baseball, I can't actually think of the great ball players who that aren't make it? who aren't in the playoffs. Yeah. maybe that didn't win a ring. Yeah, but who aren't in the playoffs? Barry nah, went, man. Ken Griffey Jr. Nah. went. I mean, all the great. And now, I mean, but, it's a ridiculousness of talking about if they would have replaced him with Derek I, Jesus. I, I don't even get to that in baseball. Yeah. This is absurd. But, but
2: on the reverse side, you got cats on the Dodgers who ball out and can't win in the big games. Yet at the same
1: My time, boy. they're there. My
2: boy can't get there. That's, that's, that's even worse. Yeah, that's that's even the worse. point. Yeah,
1: that's, that's the point. That is the point. Especially with this new virtual stat war, which is, by the way, built off of a virtual player. That does not exist. He does not exist. Look at this kid, Cody Bellinger. Now, everybody knows the problems that I have with Cody Bellinger, and I really hope he rectifies it in in this October, right? But <laughs> the truth of the matter is, Cody Bellinger has been in the league for three years and Cody Bellinger will be in the playoffs for this first three years. And he is going to be a big part of all three of those years. Has it been three or two? It's been two. This will be the third third year. year. He lost to the Astros and he lost to the Red Sox. And this year he's going to go back to the postseason. Two and a half years pretty much. Right, he did which it. will be three at the end of October. like I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 why that, bad no, bad. no, no, no. This is no, no, no. They didn't bring him up in the beginning of the year. They brought him up in half, half through the season. So this is yes, but technically he's in. He will be
2: in three. Well, the world he will be
1: in the playoffs for three consecutive years. Oh, okay. Is all I'm saying. I
2: don't know. Icons. The back of a baseball card does not say two and a half years. <laughs> When's the last time three. you looked at a baseball card? <laughs> last weekend. No, suckers. you did Which one?
0: My Ken Griffey rookie card. Oh, what, what oh did, you got a Ken okay. Griffey rookie. Okay, and what did the stats say then? Because I know his stats. What did his, his rookie out. card say? What it's did it say? Ken Griffey Jr.
1: <laughs> 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 Which one you got? You got that Fleer. That Fleer's weak. got, that, you got, got you upper deck. Deck. That, that upper deck. The upper deck the is the Don Don one worth. Oh, you got the Don Russ. You got the. Oh, that Don Russ is nice though. No, it's it's. I never like Don Russ. Upper deck was the best one clearly, but the Don Russ wasn't bad.
2: It's okay. The Tops was the was the OG The Tops was the, the top OG was The Tops the, no. the
1: top was the OG But the upper deck Was the one that upper used to deck be the Like one that You go $1, to the next level Yeah you yeah, go to the next like, level it was you like, upper deck. Deck.
2: like yeah, you hit the lottery the You got deck, a king Upper deck, deck came a little bit later Tops was like The, the very first one No, no. Yes Yeah yeah, yeah but, but that's the one that you got
1: The hard bubble gum out of But then that's yeah. cool And it was great bubble gum Great bubble gum You can chew it all day Upper deck But the card wasn't worth nothing The soft gloss cards. Yeah, but it was a higher grade yeah. card, is what we're trying to yeah, take. Yeah. I you sound just like the icons. It was the upper deck is clearly the higher grade card at that point. Upper deck was yeah. worth, worth a grip. Every upper deck. <laughs> confusion do you have in your mind? <laughs> <laughs> now you may even turn into Yoda. <laughs> you know, I don't think I ever bought a Don Russ set. I have one. I've have have Donruss everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, no, never, I, don't, I don't have a Don Rutt set. I never bought a set I of don't Don like fooling with sets. I like to just play play, play with the cards. Get my – let them yeah, play with the cards. I don't with, like fall with they with
2: they
1: the made. sets either, cool. So you – See, do set trip. So you so you guys like to fool with a, a, a wax pack. You no, know, you love a wax pack. <laughs> <like> your, <laughs> hey,
2: if you run me over and take you the wax what you're again, that hard-ass bubble gum.
1: Terry's joking about me now because when I was a kid, I was notorious for needing a ride to get to the hobby shop so that I could pick up a wax pack. <laughs> Every weekend. New, I needed the new cards, <laughs> I needed all of them. A wax pack. I didn't. Fo- I came on the phone. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling. To see if you have any wax packs in. <laughs> I couldn't afford the set. And then the one time that I could afford the set, I went to a card show and somebody beat me. Because the set, the box was open. You still have your cards? Oh, I all my cards. So they went through. Yeah, they went through, they went through and they through. grabbed everybody that they, yeah. you know. And give me what's a bunch a, of commons. gave me a bunch of common cards, which I might as well bought wax packs. But what's a real trip <laughs> about that.
0: <laughs> Ernie knows. <laughs>
1: Ernie knows. What's a real trip about that. We go off subject, folks. But you guys, I think out there in Ozone Land will, will understand. Yeah. What's a real trip about that is baseball cards aren't worth anything anymore. Crazy. Got a whole garage full of them. <laughs> I could, and I could throw them in the fireplace, <laughs> and nothing would change. Yeah, and you know what? A lot of people bank their their future on of There was an investment yeah, in it that. It was a serious investment. But a lot of people put in a lot of money. What's the most valuable card you got? You know what? I don't know. I have so many cards that I really don't know anymore.
2: What about you, Tipper? What's your most valuable card? I would say I would say that Ken Griffey one would probably be the the most. My most valuable card. I got card. a Kirby Puckett one. I got a nice. Kirby Puckett rookie. Oh, I, I was I was all
1: I, I have um. Yeah, I, see, but the, I, that's what you don't know which one it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have a Ricky Henderson. I have a second year Ricky Henderson is my most valuable card. I have rookies of Ricky Henderson, maybe about ten of them, and I have also Nolan Ryan's. I have um. I have that the, used to be a grip. The yeah. Nolan Ryan used to be a grip. Yeah, I have. Um, it used to be like twenty five hundred dollars. LeBron's yeah. rookie. I have a few Ooh. of Michael Jordan, but they're not his rookie cards. But it's like the second or third year in the league. We're talking about
2: yo. I see. I got all the Don Mattingly's rookie for. Ooh. That, you read. said that card used to be so sick, man. Porn on mustache. Don, I got Wade Boggs. Those would be like Freaking my Wade my Boggs. Most and you know
1: what? And I took. I I actually passed. I traded some of my friends for some Wade Boggs because I didn't like him as a player. Right. And I had Wade Boggs rookies, and I yeah, think I traded for Doc, for, for Doc, Doc Gooden's. Yeah. <laughs> for that coca for that <laughs> I'm in love with the coca trading for that narcos I traded I traded him for that <laughs> that cheese <laughs> coconut you get out there with Dwight Gooden and get carved especially on a video game oh my goodness you couldn't hit Dwight Gooden man alright nice trip down memory lane hey, go look at my cards tonight <laughs> See if the rats ate them. I might not have none. I'm <laughs> talking all that nonsense. I got mine in the garage, so I you have none. Man? I'm a, I'm a, you might have three or four, but you got none, man.
2: man. I might yeah, have if two more. That wax pack, you ain't got no more, Jack. That's the thing. You know, I had a couple that I
1: never opened. I couldn't. I couldn't take it anymore. I finally opened them, man. and it was nothing but common cards. That's why the well, wax pack gets you weak. Facts, yeah, that are not open. As a matter of fact, you I, needed the sealed set. That was the thing. You needed a sealed set. Those are the ones that were worth it. it was the you mystery know, of it all none right. Of them, none of them are worth nothing now. No, I am not going to say maybe they might come back. I'm sure that they're going to come back eventually. You think? Oh, I don't no know. Because the problem is is now one, they made too many cards, and once they became valuable, and two, uh, you know, the juicing and everything changed everything. It seems like when the yeah. juicing happened, that's when all the cards lost yeah, all their but value. What, what does the juice have to do with Reggie Jackson or Ricky Henderson, which it, it has everything to do with it because, the because, because the what day, these guys have done is they've altered what their numbers mean because Ricky Henderson I mean, nobody's going to ever get close to Ricky Henderson's numbers ever right. again. But with these other guys like power guys and batting average guys, now the, because of the juice, those numbers aren't as impressive. I don't know. They're impressive to us. Wipe
2: I would say that the basketball cards are more popular and will have more value than what the baseball cards have. And, and that's because of the juice. I agree. Because the juice I kind agree. of just like wiped
1: everything out.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: Shaquille O'Neal. I agree. I agree, Tipper, because what happened is, is that it changed everything. And also, with basketball, you're dealing with the idea that there's only 12 guys on the team. Yeah. You know what? Another thing about this gambling what else? situation. Piper? I, I gambled because I did not turn in my Shaq card. Remember when they first came out, it wasn't Shaq. So I didn't want to turn it. You had to turn in your card to get the actual Shaq rookie card. So I kept the, the, the one that you're supposed to turn in. To get the Shaquille O'Neal rookie. To, to get the Shaquille O'Neal rookie. So this is actually his rookie card, but you have to turn in the – So actual, you don't have his rookie card. No, I have the you animated – You have the voucher. I, yeah, I have, no, it's not a voucher. It's actually a card with him like dunking or whatever, but it's like animation. So with that card, you have to – you were supposed to send it in, and then they would have – They sent, send you back the Shaquille O'Neal rookie. send you O'Neal back rookie. an original Shaquille O'Neal rookie because when he came into the league, they didn't have a card for him yet.
2: What brand is that? That sound like, that sound like you got Shazam's. Shazam.
1: <laughs> yeah, buddy, you got whatever I got the card. <laughs> that was an upper deck, huh? I think it was upper deck. What was the name of the book where you looked up tops. all the? It's, it's, no, it's... it wasn't tops. The name of the book no, where no, you was, used it to it was... look up the the Beckett, price. The Beckett, yeah. Beckett, the Beckett, yeah. the, Beckett yeah. the Beckett. There you go, boy, <laughs> Ernie. <laughs> the, the, the Beckett, the wackett wackett Beckett down. guide. Beckett like a pack type of guy. <laughs> yeah, Josh Beckett was in there. Ooh wee man! Yeah, that was Beckett. They had the Beckett too, but they there was another one as well. Yeah, but Beckett was like but your Beckett was the go to. Beckett was what you would take to the card shows, to the memorabilia shows, I'll and be look like I'm going to the hey, Beckett and see where we are now nice. in the game. I think that your cup of water is. I don't even know if they even still print the Beckett. We need to look Digital. it up online. All right, do it for no the tippers. anywhere. Say it again.
2: I don't see no Beckett anywhere.
1: Yeah, but I'm also not at the card shop, so yeah. I
2: can't call it. Yeah.
1: All right, now, thank you, Duel for the Tipper. We will check back in and see how your picks did, and we will be with you very shortly next week to, uh, when the big games come out. I want you to pick them good because I'm going to lay a wager. We're going to keep count this year and see how much money you make the Ozone listeners.
2: woo That's right. Ozone, have a good weekend. Go Dodgers. All right, Desert <laughs> Flower. <laughs> Late. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Time that we already touched in on it. We couldn't help ourselves. Time to jump straight into baseball. Do you think that Pete Alonzo is going to shatter the rookie home run record? He has a great chance, especially as streaky as he is. He's on my fantasy team, and I know that I would look at the board one day. Aaron Judge holds it, right? Aaron Judge holds it. I think he has 52. 52? Yeah. But Pete Alonzo needs 12 home runs in, what, a month? Mm-hmm. And that's very, very possible. Well, I mean, he gets to a point where he's hitting, like, Two or three a week. Yeah, because he was batting 249, I do believe, last week. And then he caught on fire in like two or three games. He had two or three home runs in the game. Uh, um, and that adds up quick. And he's yeah. a big – it looked like he's built like a tree trunk. So, he, you know, if he makes solid contact, the ball has a chance of getting out. I think he could do it. Yeah. Maybe 53. Ooh. But okay. the problem is that if they pitch to him, you know, and he has a nice lineup so that they can't really pitch around him like uh, Aaron Judge did. Hmm. Well – we're about to go watch Aaron Judge, and I'm very excited about him. Um, you know, how about your man Aquino? I say no. Reason to cry. Another bomb. Today? I don't know if it's today. We got him. He's, he's he's putting the ball out of the park. He's on a tear, ladies and gentlemen. I want to see what he's going to be yeah, like. Yeah, he did one today. After the adjustments, because this is what it's all about. And this is right center. This is a big bomb I'm looking at right now. Yeah, he's got the power is real. The thing of it is is that it's is it gonna you know, is it gonna be fluky? I don't think it's fluky. I look at him, he looks very comfortable in the box. He looks very comfortable. But he's he also has more movement than I would like. Well, yeah, but then this is the problem because once they start writing a book on him, they'll find out his holes and his flaws and then that'll be up to him to kill whatever it is that they're doing against him. I think it's high and in cheese slider low away. Really? And I and they said something about that, but he started to lay off the low and away. Yeah. That's how he went in you the You gotta make slump. him come to you. Yeah, that's it. But it's hard to do. Especially when you're used to hitting bombs, you get excited. Nothing like that bomb. Whew. Uh how about this cocaine bust that went down? Now, can you believe that? That's unbelievable. The homie Louis Castillo, yeah, Louis Castillo, he was and a great ball player. Yeah, but and who else was it in it with him? It was Louis Castillo and Octavio Dotel. Octavio, great closer. And, I mean, and, and the a great journeyman closer. Yeah, that's the crazy part about it. He was on forever. He's Octavio Dotel's been to every team in Major League Baseball. It's a trip because you know that they made decent money even back then with baseball because baseball money is guaranteed, and they just had to wait a little while for their pension to kick in. But I don't know what what would make them travel to the dark side like that. And we don't know if it's true. I mean, at this point, it's allegations. They're saying they don't know what role that the players are playing in this Dominican Republic drug lord scheme. Um, But they had a big sweep. And what they did is they grabbed uh, everybody from front men to nightclubs, anything that's happening. And uh, Luis Castillo said on Instagram afterwards, only God knows the truth. So I don't know necessarily that's, what that if that's yeah, a that, positive that, or a negative because I feel like <laughs> I need you to sign. Off. I feel like he knows the truth as well. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to condemn it, condemn the statements against you. Octavio Dotel, for his part, is one of an all-time Major League Baseball leaders in the number of franchises played for. Thirteen teams during his 14-year career. Half the league, half the league, child, Man. half the league. I hope, I hope it's not true. I hate Can to I? see that, especially with the cheese being guaranteed. Right, it's coming. And hopefully they, you know, they can stay out the pen. Yeah, the last thing you need is more millionaires in the pen, unless they work in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you got? You got the uh, Chris Sale. I yeah. think that's a wrap. You think it's a wrap for Boston? What do you think? I, think? I think it's over for them. A lot of people I speak to seem to believe that Boston is going to make some wild card push and then they're going to rekindle the magic. I haven't seen Boston be Boston. Since that whole Trump White House visit separation, that's the curse of Trump. I haven't seen it, honestly. And I'm not even, this time, I'm not even just trying to ride on Trump. Yeah, but you know what? They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything at the trade deadline. And you have to blame Dave Dombrowski because they didn't go out and get any frontline pitching. And you know Chris Sale was on wobbly legs. or a closer, or a closer. You know you didn't want to sign, resign your closer, right? You didn't, you don't have a bullpen so that you can't even close the games out that you that you're winning, that you're winning. So you they got plenty of offense. Yeah. So now literally you want to win the games thirteen to twelve. <laughs> that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work in the show. Not against the good teams, like I keep watching the Dodgers with all these walk off wins against Toronto and the Padres yeah. and things like that. But when you go against the elite, tonight, we're about to see what time it is. Yeah, because when you go against the elite teams and they have the back end of the bullpen, like the Dodgers don't have. Yes, then you end up in trouble. And Ken Lee just keeps floundering along. Yeah, my boy, the big fella, well, like Ken Lee. And one of the things that you know that I know that they're probably going to pump out there to see how the the test is going to be bringing Joe Kelly out there against the Yankees. But Joe Kelly was in their division again with the Red Sox. And besides that. You've yet to see many people that just shut down the Yankees. Even guys that shut down the Yankees still give up, you know, a, a decent amount of runs. I think Hunjun might be the best bet against them. I think soft is the best case. Uh-huh. I don't think you. I don't think you can overpower the Yankees. They're not impressed because what you need to do is to make them get themselves out. Yes, and that's what Hunjun pitches to contact. He doesn't yeah. strike out a lot of people. He pitches to contact the only downside is the, as hot as it is out here right now, and if he comes out there and doesn't get his pitches, hit his spots, you're going to see the long ball playing. I think we see the long ball regardless. Do you? Yeah. I don't think we fooling with the long ball. I'm looking at I mean, a, Hun Jin keeps the ball down. Give me a call on the game. What What's your score? I, I can't call it. I don't even know I don't even know who's pitching for the, <laughs> for the Yankees, to be this honest. This is the problem with the Yankees. You don't know who's pitching. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's James Paxson. Oh, it's James Paxson. Uh-huh. So the Dodgers, I think, are in trouble because they're pretty much predominant left-hand lineup. And if James Paxton can get his game halfway together, then he should be a problem because they don't see him that often. I probably, they, you've got a handful of guys that have seen him. So I'm looking at a maybe. What are you a, looking at? John? 5 3. 5 3 game. That's eight runs. Five, That's a three, lot of run. runs. Yeah, 5 3 Yankees. It's a lot of runs for a guy whose who's ERA up until like earlier this week was in the ones. I don't think that they're really going to score that much off of Hunt John, but. You think they'd score late? What, yeah, when they get in that bullpen. Mm. Huh John? probably keep him off balance. Probably got to throw a lot of pitches for so probably if I like James Paxton we don't know which James Paxton is going to show up. Yeah, but the Dodgers like I said, you got Max Muncy, you have you Bellinger, got you got Seager, you got um freaking Yeah, you got a bunch of lefties. Yeah, a bunch of lefties. So this is the Yankees literally stacking up their lineup. I think the kid Will Smith has some work for John for for John Paxton. I don't I don't think he has any for, for John James. Paxton or James. <laughs> <laughs> he plays really good defense on John Paxton though. <laughs> Oh, man, we're going to go. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out, Joe. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, the last thing I want to speak to you about is nothing I want to speak about. I just want to have my brother rant once again about Mike Trout in war. What is it good for? <laughs> it's come out, ladies and gentlemen, that Mike Trout has is currently passing Derek Jeter in war. He has passed him, and his wins above replacement are more than Derek Jeter, which sparked a conversation that to me was... One of these fantasy digital conversations that's just completely absurd, and the conversation was: if you swap out Mike Trout for Derek Jeter on all of those Yankee teams, do they win more or less championships? Will they win at all? He can't even get to the playoffs. But and the issue is: what I'm, so what do you what What are you telling me here? You're telling me that we're gonna take Bernie Williams out, basically. One of the biggest, you won't win. No, <laughs> one you, of the, the biggest clutch win. players in baseball history. Baseball history, and you're talking, you're talking about taking him out the game so you can get Mike Trout in there. First and foremost, if Mike Trout was playing on the Yankees back then, he'd probably be playing left field. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, Paul O'Neill, who's a big time player in right, huge. Field. I I just don't buy into the fact that Mike Trout hits a bunch of home runs and everything else. He's a great ball player, and like we had a conversation before, it sounds like I don't like Mike Trout. That's not the thing. The thing of it is that we haven't seen the finish of his career. To And with this virtual stat that they've made. In the it, full body of his work. Yeah. Talk to me. What is the virtual stat? War. It wins above replacement. But what are, we rep- what are we replacing? The guy doesn't win. Me. Well, you're telling me that his team is second to the last or last place. If we take him out of the lineup, where would they be? Second to the last or last. There's where where is it that the quantification of him being in your lineup? How is that going to make them propel them to the to the next level to go to the playoffs and win World Series? If you're saying that you can take him over Derek Jeter, or if you started a fantasy draft all time that you would start off your pick with Mike Trout over Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron. Um, Ricky Henderson. We can just keep on going on and on. Mickey Mantle. You Did know, you take Mike Trout over Kirby Puckett. <laughs> no, I'm not taking Mike Trout over Kirby Puckett. No, Kirby Puckett's two time World Series champion. Yeah, I've I seen these guys win, and not that Mike Trout can't win. Yeah, and nor is one. But see, baseball is a team sport. So when everybody starts talking about, well, he's not on a good team, there's a there's a part of the game that that what happens is that you need to make your players around you better, and it doesn't seem like he can do that. And it's not his problem or his fault because everybody's already they've already anointed him winning the MVP. How can you give him the MVP already? I mean, with the Angels still not making the playoffs again this year, I I mean, people are just uh, are really perplexed and marvelled by his ability, which is impressive, very impressive. Um, he's but, a great athlete. He's a great athlete, and I think he'd be great in football. Yeah. <laughs> I think he'd be great in basketball. I think yeah. he's just a great athlete. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be a great hockey player. But we've seen a lot of great players back in the day on all kinds of sports. Look at Dominique, uh, Dominique Wilkins. We have a bunch of great ball players and you know that actually never win, and that's just – And this kind of – And it's show- not a knock on them not winning because it's com- competition out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is this is the whole thing when it comes to regular season awards. And how much weight you put on a regular season award. Right. You know? Voted on by writers. Who didn't play. Who didn't play. But there are a lot of guys in the in the league who like to who who romance the idea of who, him romance being, a stone. Yeah, who who romance his his abilities. Now I don't well, think no, they but, end up voting for him yeah. being the greatest because he have the MLB has their own version of the awards. And I would love to know if Mike Trout has won the MVP in those on the years that he He's only win. won once and that was probably that year that the angels were the best team in baseball and right. they got served on that that uh that that was delay it? 16 uh 14, no 15 yeah something like 15, that 15 i think it was because they lost to the royals and the royals played that wild card game with oakland that went super long they lost to the Royals. Then uh, Oakland lost to the Royals. Then the Royals beat the Angels. Then the Royals lost to San Francisco because Madison Bumgarner is the greatest pitcher. And post. <laughs> him and El Dookie. What if you had a rotation of him and El Duque And John Smoltz and, and John, Jack Morris. And and you can score, Ryan. Right. I'll take <laughs> Jack Morris over Bumgarner. Really? How crazy is that? I might tell, take El Dookie over both of them. El Dukey in the post. shuts you down. down in the post. Are you crazy? Jack Morris is a, a savage in the post, though. He's a dog. He's a dog out there. Gave you ten scoreless Come in the on, biggest man. game of the World Series, and who was he going against? A monster Braves lineup. Come on, man! With John Smoltz giving you nine scoreless on the other okay. side. Yeah, but I mean, the guy—he just—he did he, he didn't even really get in trouble. Like he, I'm talking about, he he shut you down, and then it was enough. And if you did think you had a little something going, no, I, you need a double play right now. I got just enough to strike you out. But gone are the days of that Two type years. of baseball. you know. Because 84 as well. Yeah, you won't see that kind of baseball anymore because of the way with the, the analytics. The analytics. You think that they would take Madison Bumgarner out in this situation now? No question. I don't think they would. I don't, Bruce Bochy wouldn't. Bruce Bochy, but Bochy is retiring after this year. You're talking about all these guys who have to literally stand up because I believe that the coaches in Major League Baseball should get paid as much as the players right now. Because if I have to stand out here and take all of the, the – the blame for the teams losing, you know, because like Dave Roberts might have to take some of the blame or whatever because the analytics. Dave Roberts is coaching the best team in baseball. Yeah, but Dave Roberts actually has to probably listen to an analytics department Of course, that's going to tell him to tell. And then he also has to, to bite the bullet when you bring Ken Lee in in the eighth in the World Series, even though everybody's like he's the ninth inning guy. Yeah, try to get those squeeze those six outs out of him, and he didn't have them in him. But do we know if the analytics department gave him that we call? No, said Dave that hey, listen, that Dave, call. you know what? In the eighth inning, it'll be nice if you you know he his stats say this, and maybe Dave makes that. Maybe that's what Dave gets paid for. Yeah, to stand up there and take the blunt force trauma. But, you know, you can put sensors on guys. You can do everything. But when it comes down to pressure situations, how do you react? Nobody knows that until you put that guy in a pressure situation. Your stats might say X, Y, and Z. But we we watched Kershaw. Kershaw has been the most dominant pitcher in the last decade. And then we have watched him more than a decade. More than a decade. But then we, we no, watched... He's been most dominant since Pedro Martinez. Yes, and then when you watch him in the postseason, he's just an average pitcher. And that's not a knock on Clayton Kershaw. He's just an average pitcher. But you know, there. How can you tell that until you put him in that situation? And it sucks too because I, and I'm, a, I'm a I stand for for Clayton a lot, and honestly, for the most part, up until recently, it was only two innings that gave him that reputation. Yeah, against the Cardinals. Yeah, and but then after that is when he stopped having his devastating stuff. I'm interested to see what he does in this postseason. Yeah, I'm interested to see what he does on Sunday. Forget about the postseason. Yes. Because he's going against the Yankees. And he has a propensity now to give up the long ball. Yeah, but he also has a propensity now to not let you touch the ball. He has. <laughs> because he has changed his game exactly. and recognizing that he's not throwing 96 97 anymore. He's throwing that slider from the same slot that he's throwing the fastball from, right under the hitter's hands, and they can't pick it up. The only, only problem that they're going like to have I said is last week, DJ LeMayhew. He's the best player in baseball. Best yeah. player or best pitcher? I'm sorry, best pitcher in baseball right now. So I think Ronald Acuna is the best player in base. Really? I still got to roll maybe. with Christian Yellich. I was about to say, maybe Christian Yelich. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a neck and neck between Christian Yelich, Cody Bellinger, Ronald Acuna, and I'm going to throw Mike Trout in. <laughs> yeah, but, and everybody except for Mike Trout is in the postseason race. Oh, yeah. They don't get to – he ha- doesn't get to feel that pressure. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Christian Yelich literally is there for the Triple Crown again. Unreal, back Again, to back. You're talking about Miguel Cabrera. Even, type, we, type I was going to say we haven't even seen anybody talk about the triple crown until about six years ago when Miguel Cabrera actually won the triple crown. That's the first time you even heard of the triple crown in about forty five years. Yeah, it the, wasn't even attainable before. Well, you know Albert Pujols played with it a little bit. You know they dated he flirted, like, yeah, but they didn't. They never he got, got in serious. DM. He was, that was <laughs> it. He slid in his DM, yeah. but Triple Crown wasn't hearing it. Yeah, Triple Crown came with open arms to Christian Yelich and to Miguel. Yeah. And he's, like I said, he's flirting with it again. So, I mean, it's it's hard to just act like a guy's not putting up triple crown numbers. Triple crown numbers are real. And you know what? You're right. But so is Cody Bellinger. To be honest, Cody Bellinger's putting up crazy numbers this year. Yeah, he is. But then we we talk about Mike Trout. Mike Trout is hitting a lot of home runs, and he has a good average. He doesn't have a great average. He's yeah, batting he almost, cut down on the strikeouts. Yeah, which is he's something almost batting three hundred, and his OPS is up through the roof. Yeah. But you're talking about Christian Yelich who's batting what? Three thirty-five or something like that, and, and he's in the about forty home. Like yeah, got about forty home runs, got a lot of RBIs, and, and doesn't he doesn't have all that much protection. Yeah, I was going to say, and he really doesn't have protection. Although Moose is having a great year, Moose is having a great year. But you're talking about a lefty lefty situation again, not stacked like the Dodgers lineup, and uh, you know, Kristen Yelich to me is the best player in baseball. He steals bags. He's got it all. Yeah, he's got it all. And now he doesn't seem to get hurt as much as he used to when Mm -hmm. he was in uh, uh, Miami. Seems like whatever the strength and conditioning coach is doing up there in Milwaukee is working. Yeah. All right, folks. That's all we got for you. We'll be back next week. Keep living. Keep loving. Don't stop believing. And I'm going to leave you with a quote from notorious racist slash human rights activist icon Mahatma Gandhi. The weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. I'm your host, Omar Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Forgive each other. Recognize that we're all in this together. I'm headed to Chavez Ravine.
0: Hold oh, no.
1: on. Oh, no. I'm just living the, living the dream. I'm in
0: love with the lights. lights. This lights. is not just a game. game. This here is my life. Just my life. Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah. Put, Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah.